You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. That was fucking awful in here. <laughs> All right, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Couch Brotatoes. I'm Alex Morrison, and Morrison's feeling good this evening because I've done drugs. <laughs> it's like it smells bad in here. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like a skunkweed you get in your sophomore year at college. <laughs> no, I uh, I've not smoked um, anything uh, around her like that in a minute. And then, oh, I bet she fucking loves that. Well, it's like I, 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 I'm used to like just shutting the door in here, cracking the window, and like you know, as we're kind of like you're right next to the window, and as long as I'm blowing it out that way, it seems to work pretty well. And like I walked in the bedroom to grab the memory card, and it's like it smelled like flowers in there, like a lot of flowers. And I was like, hey, she goes, it stinks. That's fucking great. <laughs> Cause that, that's that, that's that whole like it, like when I came into the apartment today like it oh it smells like a it smells like a lobby <laughs> of like a really nice hotel all of a sudden five minutes later <laughs> yeah let's fuck that up time to fuck that up that's gonna smell like the person who works in the lobby <laughs> yeah so uh, sorry about that but hey uh, of all smoke smells uh cannabis does uh seem to dissipate the fastest yeah it could, worse. It could be like that weird burnt chemical apple smell that is crack yeah <laughs> god no but how you been man we're, we're starting to slowly get this back on track on a weekly schedule again got four episodes in the bag fucking doing oh this yeah one right been, now i was gonna say you you've been knocking it out with uh triple c and history got we forgot recorder. got my own fucking mic that's right we got my own goddamn show oh wait i already have two <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> we'll see and that's what i love about this it's like we finally debuted this fucking guy on the network congratulations mikey and dante welcome yes. to the network welcome to the network gentlemen uh and yeah you you're running off doing your shows it's like it just it really makes me like stoked that like you know my friends are going out and like doing their shit and it's like just, you've got a platform to release it on and possibly some actual other content on another platform for everybody to see free of charge yes uh it all just depends on how much patience and time i have on editing oh man if I could take your time <laughs> you're like because i got a lot of ideas oh dude i'll bank fucking a terabyte of shit and just take the week off <laughs> god damn <laughs> the only thing i gotta do is just come down here and do this episode <laughs> Uh, yes, but we are doing this uh, late at night again. Not as late as we usually do. It's only twelve thirty. Only twelve thirty. <laughs> Last time we were wrapping up. That's why. That's why I was wrapping it up quick. Cause I was just like, yeah, it's yeah. fucking three. It's yeah, yeah. Chefs and cooks and whatnot. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'm fucking tired, bro. Let's. It's fucking three o'clock. Let's go. <laughs> Next time we'll do the uh, the monster one that we both stay up. <laughs> Taste the beast. We, we'll just have to live stream that one. Yeah. 
Fuck. <laughs> Welcome to the Couch Brotanda's 24-hour live stream. You may want to slow down the production and just press the times 0.5. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to... Can you dig, 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 dig it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did we even do our full intro? On that one? I can't remember. <laughs> We did for this just now. <laughs> With your burp burp and everything. Yeah. Okay, I also want to make sure. <laughs> yeah, I got to change it up sometimes. Yeah, every so often. That's how we mark the episodes. <laughs> well, speaking of changing it up every so often, uh, again, huge shout out to Dustin, awesome listener, for sending us some uh, beverages to try in the mail. But Chris has actually brought a special treat for us to try this evening. So we're going to change it up. And oh, yeah. So we got two more Mountain Dew flavors left. So right in the middle, we'll change it up for this time around. Pay week, we'll do the Baja, so I can grab us some tacos yeah, from Taco Bell. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Hopefully that'll be on a week when uh, I'm actually off work a little early. That way it's not 2 a.m. tacos. <laughs> It's Podcast Tuesday. Go on, guys. It's Taco Podcast Tuesday. <laughs> but what you bring in for us here, Chris? I brought us an old number seven, Jack Daniels and Coca-Cola. Zero sugar, because yes. they don't offer with sugar. Uh, this is part of a conspiracy, I believe, by Coca-Cola to make Coke Zero Sugar the new Coke. That's, that's the idea I'm shooting out of there, because Diet Coke's about to go out the goddamn window. That's another story. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> but yeah, a nice little 7% alcohol, a 12-ounce can, you know, not bad. A good thing you can drink and drive, you know. The plus 21 is kind of small. Yeah, it uh, is. But, uh, here but the care. Jack Daniels is rather large. Yeah, yeah Jack, Jack Daniels, old number seven. And with Coca-Cola. With Coca-Cola. Uh, <laughs> mixed with Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Uh, mm. All your sugar is coming from the Jack Daniels. Yeah. But yeah, this is... Uh, you can only get in the liquor store too by the way i know that's quite interesting but uh we'll, we'll get our little pop here oh and sink and everything you got that in stereo you can, you can edit that to have fucking leonard skinner start playing in the background <laughs> <laughs> give me three steps fucking think fucking think i won't <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, man. a little two-step uh, two-step in that motherfucker oh yeah baby <laughs> cheers man cheers to, to another week uh, another, week, another week above ground, baby. Oh, that is a Jack and Coke, baby. Oh, wow. Congratulate. I got that Jack Daniels taste. No sugar to eat. Like, I don't care about the sugar. It tastes good. This is the first. I'm not driving home. <laughs> this, is, this is the first pre-packaged beverage we've had like this that I genuinely like. God damn. Y'all fucking knocked that liquor companies get on your fucking game baby johnny walker and rum dude <laughs> you know like johnny walker needs to get on this because it's fucking scotch and soda Ooh, on the second sip i really got that hit that's that jack daniels yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah it's all that's real jack daniels too this ain't some malt bullshit really i got the malt burp i didn't get that i got i got that uh, little whiskey burn um yeah, I, I could see how it could confuse that being, you know, someone that is yeah, well, not drink a heavy drinker. But the soda tastes like it's a Coke. Like, that, that's that's dangerous. Bravo, but it is fucking expensive. It's like twelve ninety nine for a four pack. Oh Jesus, fuck! <laughs> yeah, I dropped like twenty seven bucks in the liquor store because they had a Crown Peach Tea. Oh, oh yes, yeah. <laughs> keep it nice, nice and cotillion. <laughs> nice and cotillion. I'll, I'll just say cotillion because it is a rich man's drink. 
Crown is a rich man's drink. That's a fact. That shit goes down like water. This is about to go down like water. Yeah, like that's fucking good. That's a good to end good, the night on. Good, good call on this man. That that's yeah. really nice. I'm gonna take those other two cans down back and give them to my dad. Let him try that. That's fucking absolutely. I might start drinking. Fuck. After all these drinks we've been having, I might just pick up drinking. Well, ladies and gentlemen, for the very first time on this show, we actually have a drink recommendation. The Jack Daniels Coca-Cola Combination. You can find it at your local liquor store. Or three-dot store if you're in South Carolina. I don't know what you're doing in Indianapolis there, Dustin, or uh, Indy, but uh, I don't know. You have like a circus liquor you can buy from? <laughs> Either way, whatever means necessary, I'm sure there, there's like those locator maps online. Where do I buy liquor? <laughs> yeah, where, where do I buy this item? You you can look at it up online. Us and the Bible Belt have stayed on liquor stores, so just yeah. throw that out there. Yeah, so. I will say, like uh, when I went to the liquor store to buy it, it was sold out. Like zero shell, like zero cans on the fucking shelf. A whole display, nothing. Wow. Uh, shelves, nothing. Um, but I went. I bought the peach tea one, the crown one. And as I was walking out, this lady very kindly said, "Hey, wait, let me check the back for you." Uh, I waited, and she's like, "Hey, I got a brand new palette. We haven't even scanned it into the system yet. Brand new." And she scans. She, she's like, "If you don't mind waiting, man, I wait. I wait all goddamn day. I got, I got time to burn. I'm not working. I work at night like a monster." <laughs> As Mikey likes to tell me, <laughs> like he keeps sending me, he keeps, he keeps sending me memes of fucking ghouls from Skyrim. It's like, I work third shift. I'm perfectly fine, and I'm 27 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, "Yep, yeah, that's that's third shift, baby." But, but yeah, she cracked it. Uh, you know, grabbed me a box and. Not bad, man. That's customer service for you, though. Oh, yeah. But, uh, damn, that is... Yeah, good call, and thank you for waiting on that, man. This was... I would almost, I would definitely say well worth the little bit of weight you had there. That was... Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I, it is a four-pack, you know, for, for twelve ninety nine. It is a little pricey. If you could make it a six-pack, at least, you know, let's go and back... And it's not like these are tall boys, either. Yeah, this these is are the stand of a regular cans. Coca-Cola can. And, like, what sucks, you know... That's one of those nostalgia things I would like to have back. The six-pack of cans, you know? Mm-hmm. Kind of get that old thing where you're just holding one ring with three cans on it and just chugging them, go off and down the street, <laughs> chucking fucking cans at cars and shit. God yeah, damn you it. Know, back when America was America, back before all this bullshit. He's, he says, staring off into the distance. <laughs> I fought for this country. <laughs> just, uh, just be like that weird homeless guy at the Seven Eleven. I fought for this country. Where did you fight, motherfucker? How old are you? I fought at the Seven Eleven. Yeah, I guess fighting for the freedoms of bucking Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, we ever we ever actually never touched on that. Uh, did we? Yeah, we did the Bud Light thing. Oh yeah, no we we touched on that. We touched to on that the, as much as we needed to. I think of the other controversies out there that we could touch on but i don't give a shit about them so <laughs> like i know people are bitching about this country music guy but i'm just like he don't write his fucking own songs who's who gives a shit yeah i was gonna skip over that one yeah fuck him it, it was it was it's uh, waste of time man you just argue that's, about that's really that what literally it came out around the same time that guy in congress was like aliens exist dumbass and it's just like yeah well i got bills to pay so i don't care about aliens <laughs> are aliens gonna pay my bills yeah are you are you gonna fork over are we going to war with aliens because wartime boosts the fucking economy i need some cash baby <laughs> i need i need some liquid <laughs> daddy needs some new shoes yeah i need i need that new playstation 17 from the future okay. <laughs> just see what they're doing 
I need the game sphere. It's Dude, I, spherical. I, I have been noticing there's a lot of been a lot of pushback lately uh, from a lot of content creators about video games. Uh, I've noticed it, it's subtle, but a lot of uh, podcasters, especially the California podcasters, and uh, some other one was like the Joe Rogan and Tom uh, Tim Dillon or whatever his fucking name is. Anyway, that they're all talking about video games in a negative light because they're like addictive, and I'm just like guys. I. A kid could be doing worse shit, honestly. Like, you're really just bitching about video games as another thing to bitch about because you can't find nothing. I find it funny how things really do come full circle at the end of the day. Yeah. Because that's the same generation that grew up with their parents yelling about them playing video games and it being overly violent or rotting their brains and everything else is where the ESRB came from. So it's like, it's just, and on Instagram, a uh, a video made us rounds. It was this clip, I think from 1982 and it was some local news uh, clip of this woman being so upset over this new set of garbage pail kids trading cards. Yeah, that was a or big no, no, gar- garbage patch kids. Yeah, yeah, no, it was garbage pail kids. Yeah, garbage pail. Yeah, and it was dead Ted and, and like uh, Roddy, Roddy, Randy. I have some of them. They're, oh, they they're fantastic. Hilarious. They're, they're uh, fantastic. I think you got a variation of them on your wall over here. Yeah, uh, not those. Those are like just uh, kind of like those uh, are the dinosaur tails. Yeah, yeah, they're just super fucking violent. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but no, I've got some garbage pail kid uh, cards elsewhere along with wacky packages. Yeah, I remember them. But uh, it was this clip of like this girl being like, you know, I truly believe that this guy is out to destroy the fabric of the, you know, American family. The family and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at this. This Uncle Sam with his finger up his nose. And, you know, the, the logo of their brand is this kid pressing a button and his head's exploding and it looks like the atomic bomb. Yeah. You know, that this is just horrible for kids. It's literally the same thing, just in a different paint. different paint job i was like when i think about like age appropriate things you know i have nieces and they like watching youtube so every now and then i'm peeking at what they're watching of course uh my niece is uh, seven years old and i happened to glance at what she's watching and it was a horrific horror film uh but it was one of the indian explained videos Mm. uh from uh uh, found flicks right guy does a great if you guys get a chance to check him out, he's he does fantastic stuff about uh, horror movies. But she's watching a review of a horror movie, and she is just like loving that shit. She's eating her fucking eggs, pancakes, or whatever, and just watching the fuck out of that. I'm like, what the fuck are you watching? I don't want to be that guy, but what the fuck are you watching? Uh, because I haven't seen that video yet, and it's going to not show up on my algorithm if you watch it. <laughs> you little so shit, stop! You little shit. <laughs> but. Uh, but no, I was just like, well, she's fine. Like, I just, just let it ride because uh, she got my parents. Uh, this is kind of funny. I was getting ready for work, and uh, they were at the house, and uh, she had my parents watching a schlocky fucking shark movie called Shark Dam uh, with Jason Lord and all them. <laughs> fucking like God, and it was literally guys on a people on a raft being killed by sharks on a river, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like some Sharknado type shit, but worse. And I'm like. 
Dude, my nieces don't give a fuck about Disney movies. I'm canceling this fucking subscription. They don't give a fuck. I don't like the content. They don't watch the content. They're watching shark movies. They're watching monster movies. Like, I, I fucks with this. Yeah, no, I'm cool with it. Let's, let's watch some C-rated fucking movie. Yeah. With actors who have appeared in SVU maybe once. And the CGI is hand puppets. It's bad. It's bad. It's like uh, Adobe Premiere 2008. Well, without further ado, for the little bit that there is, let's move on over to our news segment. Uh, billionaire strike again. At some strike point, out, fuck. <laughs> at some point, you kind of feel bad for Twitter because it's like when I first heard that Elon was taking over. I was like, fucking yes. Not because I was going, go Elon. I'm just going, yes, he's going to ruin it. Yeah. And there's going to be one less social media platform for us to fuck with and worry about. Yes, take one out of the ecosystem. We are healing as a society, you know? That didn't quite happen. No. And I was like, okay, well, all right, whatever. I guess it's still here to stay, but no one really uses it. The other night, finished up with work, was crawling into bed, doing the doom scrolling for a few minutes, and finally wrapped up and locked up my phone and turned to my girlfriend and told her good night. She's like, good night, I'm going to sleep here in a minute. I'm like, okay. I nuzzled down into bed, and right as I start about to drift off, I hear, huh. Elon's changing the name of Twitter to X. My eyes immediately shoot the fuck open. I'm like, no, the fuck he isn't. Yeah. She's like, yeah, he is. And I Google it, and sure as shit, that day, he that's when he announced that he was changing Twitter to the name X. And that it was going to be like, you know, reposting instead of retweeting and stuff like that. And I'm like, Psh. Okay, yeah, sure, whatever, Elon. He's a meme lord. He's going to say whatever the fuck he wants and then move the fuck on. Well, the next day, the X.com was working, and it rerouted to Twitter. Okay, whatever, he's got money. He can buy a URL, have it reroute. All of a sudden, inside of the app, the photos changed because he was still the blue bird everywhere. All of a sudden, now it's the X logo. And I'm like, okay, all right, all right. He, yeah, he, slow he, can, he, he can, He'll change that. He, but, you know, he, dedicate to that for maybe about a week. But it's going to change back because the icon, like as the app, was still the blue bird and it was still called Twitter. The other day I woke up, app icon just changed. It was yep. a black X or a white X on a black background, and it just said X. And opened up my phone, looked like I had a porn app on my front page. Yeah, because it looks like exactly like Triple X videos. It's, like, yeah. it's the same fucking logo. And, and we're going to have our laughs and everything on it in a minute. But at that moment, I felt this weird melancholy when I saw that it fully changed to X. Because not for any sort of like, oh, I use Twitter and I have fond memories of it or, you know, oh, no, it's really the end. But it's like, love it or hate it, whatever. Retweet was added to Webster's Dictionary. Yeah. Any brand 
would kill to have that sort of brand recognition where you created a term that is not in the urban dictionary. It's in the fucking dictionary. And in one swoop, Elon gets rid of the biggest thing that website still had, which was its undeniable trademark of tweet and retweet. Yeah, I believe they said it was like a $14 billion like uh, brand. Yeah. And like you just destroyed that, yeah. which is an asset or somewhat equity to the company. Yeah. And that's why I made mention at the beginning of my little dialogue there of like, I was excited when I saw Elon take over because I wanted to see just Twitter burn. Now I just feel bad for it. In, like, the fake sense of, like, how you would feel bad for a fucking robot. It's like, I feel bad for the idea of Twitter burning now. Because it's like, it didn't just burn by its own hand of being a shitty platform. Yeah. It's, it's like right before grandma died, you fucking, you know, dyed her hair purple and fucking put her in a crop top and paraded her around town. Yeah, let me it, show you the dead corpse of this uh, real quick. Yeah, Just like, real quick. yeah, like right before she's about to head out, let me throw on some, you know, gold chains and, you know, some shades on her and roll her through town. It's like think, <sighs> with, a, with Twitter being around for as long as it was, because it's dead. No, it's gone. Um but another thing, you know, all the changes that were made, because everybody forgets, before he bought it, Twitter became like this really weird echo chamber. Oh, it was a hive mind for sure. And they let it get that way. You know, people were having, uh, you know, whole fucking discussions wiped out with one click because, you know, someone at Twitter didn't like it. Uh, and there was like this invisible Ten Commandments to Twitter that people were really getting fed up with. Uh, people are getting banned all the time for like the stupidest fucking shit. Uh, I get it. There are some really troll monsters out there, and we you can get rid of them. But like, you could moderate better, and this is why Elon had to take over because you know when he bought it, he's like, no, this is free speech to an extent. Uh, <laughs> there's an asterisk behind that statement, but like, he wanted it to be a new type of echo chamber, which it became very quickly when he bought it. Uh, Basically, just the absolute flip side. Yeah, let me just get rid of all these moderators real quick. And we've seen how, like, subreddits on Reddit happen when they get rid of their moderators. It just goes to shit. Uh, Because I was a part of a few subreddits, uh, and I noticed someone changed the rules on the rules page. Some people are just breaking the fucking rules and posting some weird shit, which clutters up everything. And, yeah, so people just either stopped coming or new people started getting into other, you know, subs and it happens a lot uh one of my favorite apps is ruined now because they changed a bunch of stuff imger imger was a fun app to get to they've changed it you, you can, just need iFunny. yeah <laughs> but that was the inside joke on imger it's just like what the fuck iFunny? at least delete the logo fuck uh but it was also the image sharing second hand to reddit and like people saved a lot of content i can't even access it on my like Oh, even on the computer on the desktop i can't access my account like i want to like stuff i've saved to show you or something like that or some interesting links to articles just yeah i un- unaccept- unaccessible like even i could see it for like a second but if i click on it the app fails wow. uh, the website fails and 
even people in Reddit are just like, we have to find another image hosting site because Reddit isn't built for that. That's why we have Imgur as the image part of it. Yeah. Same thing. Someone bought it. Became nothing but fucking ads. Same with Twitter, Facebook. You know, it just came. I I don't think I think out of every ten posts someone does on Facebook, I'll see one with ten ads in between each post, and it's fucking ridiculous. Oh, now they're circulating in random group posts that you're not even part of the group. So yeah, like I'm, you I'm, don't even like the page, and now those posts are randomly showing up, and it always has that X right beside it. Yeah, and it's always there taunting you and you're like you shouldn't be here in the first place don't make me have to tell you to go away well it's like you know you have the option to be like i'm not interested or don't show this again and when i do it it shows me a duplicate fucking version of it and it's just like i'm getting a lot of right-wing news segments and stuff uh for no fucking reason well you know it is tailored to your algorithm yeah white guy uh <laughs> <laughs> that's not what i get i got i get a lot of very dark memes <laughs> i get a lot of right-wing conservative shit and i don't i think it's because i watch a lot of history stuff on youtube oh uh, yeah because that's part of google and that's part of the fucking game but when i go back to go back to go back to x man it's just it became an echo chamber again and i think people realizing that elon musk is a certain type of individual like he's not some king of the nerds kind of guy but he is a monster of a person probably yeah. uh but i it, it seems dumb as fuck like this is like the, the joke the worst timeline but it's like you basically took the simplest form of social media and ruined it yep because twitter was very s- simple oh yeah i have an idea click 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 click, click enter post that's it that's all it was and you know you're talking about how terms are used you know same with like skype and zoom it's like, i'm gonna skype you real quick we knew what that meant yeah growing up we knew exactly what that meant we don't use skype but we still use that phrase hey let me video chat that's too many words let me skype you real quick yeah and just open up zoom it or Facebook, or yeah teams you <laughs> don't you ever fucking teams me you piece of shit unless we are working in a corporate environment and i'm making fifty five thousand dollars a year don't you dare fucking teams me you son of a bitch what about Google Hangout? Oh, what? Google what? Hangout. Google what? Yeah. Google's used for one thing, one thing open. Looking for Rule 34 porn. That's all it's for. Okay, period. That's uh, all it's it, for. Uh, in my old warehouse gig, even though we all were in the exact same warehouse. Do y'all use Bing? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? No, even, asshole. Even though we were in the same warehouse and two of us shared an office, we would still have to get on a uh google meetings hangout thing just to have our meeting even though we were all in the same building yeah fuck it why not and could have you know just had a meeting swapped in each other's office and hey this is happening (laughs) (laughs) uh we you know working for corporate you know because i would have to teams people on location i would have to teams people on location at a at a site so like that became useful because they could turn their camera on them and like, all right, let me see what this box looks like. What did you do? What did you do? Yeah, or what did the customer do to this? You know, and then we have, you know, problem solving. And and whether you use Skype, Zoom, or Teams, it doesn't really matter. The interface is always the same. It's just the layout's different. Yeah, no different from going through a, a you know, Crack dot com to YouTube to like Daily Motion, where the layout's just a little bit different. The the full screen icon is on 
the bar instead of in the corner. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Little stuff you learn when you're just using your phone, and it's like, oh fuck, goddamn! Why did you put it there? Why did you put that play button there? You ass, you asshole. Why can't I seek? Why can't I just like, oh, goddamn, five G ain't worth a fuck. But, but yeah, fuck X. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> they oh, uh, what are their uh, signs? Kind of went nutty too. Uh, There's a giant white phosphorescent X that would kept shining into another building, and it just like like a flashbang grenade pop, 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 and it's like that is fucking horrific yeah <laughs> and you're making rockets and shit fuck them no wonder they're fucking exploding uh yeah but um we'll wind up discussing another marvel thing a little bit later on but we also got a trailer for uh loki season two yeah uh, it's gonna uh kind of continue where it left off with uh season two uh, where they um and plus it was that what well, where did it come from? The Loki uh, Easter egg or like a post credit scene? What was what movie was that? That was in um, it's at the tip of my tongue. Ant Man. Yeah, the end of Ant Man. You see one of the uh, Kang, Kang variants. Uh, time. What's Victor his name? Timely. Victor Timely, and that I think that's going to kick off the series because they showed that in the preview as well. Yeah. Um, all we got from Loki is like that's the asshole. <laughs> yeah. That's him. Guy, it's him. And he's like, who the fuck are you talking about? And I think that'll be the biggest part of it. Uh, we You get to kind of see the other female Loki mm-hmm. in a way, but like a quick shot. Yeah, um, she seems to be working at like some fast food place. Yeah, it seems like this is going to be kind of like some Doctor Who quantum leap kind of shit, uh, which are those are fun. Yeah. So I, th- I think Disney's going to really do better i hope with are you this tempering one? your expectations always like, it's just like I, i'm gonna go see barbie and Oppenheimer sometime and i'm just like i know i still gotta i gotta go do the barbenheimer i do and like some uh, someone posted what kind of asshole sees barbie first and i'm just like <laughs> true true yeah that's the palate cleanser motherfucker i, I need that bubblegum pop at the end when Oppenheimer's just looking dead in the fucking camera and it's like there is no god and it's just like yep thanks buddy <laughs> give me margot robbie and christopher i have seen some people like just tear down the barbie but like one of those like man hater women hating man's clubs or whatever oh yeah but they're talking about uh, uh apparently in one of the barbie movie in the barbie movie there is a uh an issue with the drawing of the map of the world in the background this guy goes to this conspiracy that every shot in a movie is like looked at they knew what they were doing it's just like no that's not true the editing team does not look at every shot and fix it because this is why we have continuity errors uh, a great example in the oppenheimer movie in a clip i saw there's a uh, kind of like a rally in los alamos it looks like but they're holding the 50 star flags of the united states and at the time there was only 48 fucking states so yeah nah even christopher nolan fucks up too guys it's okay there's no no, no there's it's no a deeper conspiracy yeah, it's a conspiracy about Barbie hating China. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. Wait, are we bowing down to China or do we hate China? They can't even get the story straight. That's the great thing about conspiracy, man. It's both. It can be both at the same time. George Bush is so fucking stupid, but he planned 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> what a joke. Elon Musk is so fucking smart, but he hired, fired all the IT guys and the website kept crashing. <laughs> uh, is he smart as fuck or is he just making a play? Like, what, what are you talking about, guys? He's smart as fuck, bro. You bro. just don't understand. Bro, I just... I, He's I, fucking big brain in this shit. Yeah, big brain. Yeah, that's what they say. But, 
uh loki season two that does look pretty fun um i and i'm looking forward to it loki was still probably one of my favorite of the disney plus series that have come out so far uh right over there next to wandavision um falcon and winter soldier was fun uh but it was definitely kind of a sign of things to come more or less yeah they they they're not good at telling a good espionage story anymore. No. But like Winter Soldier, you know, knocked it out of the fucking park. You know, it, it felt like a James Bond it. movie almost. You know, Captain it. America. And you wasted it. You did. Like, yeah, we'll we'll get to it. <laughs> we'll get to it. Cause we won't do episode by episode, but I feel like we can spend a decent chunk of uh, the tail end talking about that. Yeah. But, uh, but, it also, from what I was looking at online, because when I mentioned season two of Loki, you immediately just pop back with, yeah, and Jonathan Majors is not going to be a part of, you know, the thing moving forward. And I've seen those articles, um, but the most latest thing I've been seeing when we looked online was uh, A, that they're moving forward, but at the same time, they're still being flexible with any sort of pending, yeah. changing news. So let's, let's, let's take a beat, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. So they're still not entirely sure, but they are still planning on moving forward as is pending any sort of major change. Yeah. It's almost like you maybe you should do background on an actor before you hire them in a 16 movie arc yeah. well what happens you know i don't know his history but you know devil's advocate you know what happens if he does have a clean history yeah, yeah. and this is like first offense well a great example of this is the Marilyn manson story that was just kind of shoved under the rug uh there was a lot of accusations of abuse from him and now it's found out that uh they lied yep guess what not in the fucking news they just let it die by the wayside. It turned out Marilyn Manson it wasn't like that. And, yeah, you know, me and you both talked about it. Me and Cap too. It's just like, oh shit, Cap. Even Marilyn Manson's an asshole. You know, yeah. like, like a monster. And it turns out, no, it's not true at all. It it kind of bothers you a little bit. You know, kind of makes you think. You know, yeah, they're not. They are kind of you know hiding certain things about stuff you need like retractions and stuff you know that's a big thing you know if you're going to tell a the story, accusation is yeah. just as important as the retraction. Yeah, and so. I hope it's not true about Jonathan Mabers because it's a lot of domestic abuse and stuff like that. But you know, I got to wait and see. Yeah. But also, there's a lot of fucking actors in this whole damn mess. And, you know, if they were to limit it a little bit, I think it'd be just fine. I think we could you know do without just a little bit of content like it's fine <laughs> no no we can't we're already going through this writers and uh i think, actor I think, strike. I think somebody uh, somebody uh, said something it's like i think we could all just take a break from porn production for like two years there's enough and i think we can do without new shit for like two years no yeah no. yeah that's exactly no. this is like i will fuck a corpse <laughs> i need three brand new porn videos every single day every day but like it, it, there it, ain't enough fucking to go around yeah. it was like yeah you're probably fucking right dude it'd be impossible to probably watch everything in two years this is like and that new shit's bussin <laughs> bussin or bustin 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 with a t- t- bustin t- 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 I synced it t- t- it ain't soft t- <laughs> like a Ron like a Ron man man I saw you do some shit man. now you've gone soft t- t- <laughs> but no man it's just like I get it there is too much content but it's also engineered content. You know, there's stuff that 
I'm going to like compared to the next person. You're going to like something next to you know me. Like you would probably be more inclined to watch a documentary about a punk band. Yeah, I would be hesitant to watch it because after watching the Ramones one, I'm just like they're probably just assholes. <laughs> uh, You're probably right. Yeah, yeah. So like I'll be more inclined to watch a, a a history podcast or a history episode or documentary about Mussolini or some shit just to know more. But. And I'll be over there taking a nap. Yeah. Yeah. Wake up. They're talking about fascists, you motherfucker. What? Huh? Yeah. 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 Johnny Ramone's there. Look at him. Look at how goofy that motherfucker looks. <laughs> He's beating the shit out of another Ramone. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. Where's my you who? Where's my you who? Uh, hey, look, they're going through another drummer. <laughs> Fuck. You know what gets me? I think because of every band back then that went through all them drummers is why Def Leppard had to use that one arm guy the whole time. Because they could have found a new one. <laughs> it came that record would have came out a lot fucking sooner. <laughs> Damn. Oh, I'm the asshole. <laughs> I didn't say you were. What's got non arms and sucks? <laughs> hey. hey. Not REO Speedwagon, which I've been listening to like a motherfucker lately. Have you? Yeah, it just popped up on my Spotify. I'm just like, you know what? I haven't listened to REO Speedwagon. They got a weird fucking history anyway. I, they, I, I need to listen to a little them more and REO Toto Speedwagon. have a weird fucking history. Like, Toto has a weird history. Toto is actually involved. Like Certain members are involved in so many movie, like music productions separately. If you look up the, the members of Toto... They are just in every fucking... Th- they're like Jeff Beck. They're just involved in a lot. All of them are like Jeff Beck. They're just involved. Like uh, The bass player for Toto was involved in a lot of productions for Lucasfilm. Okay. Uh, for music production. Uh, the lead singer of Toto, I forget his fucking name, uh, did a lot of shit on like the opera end of music for like uh, musical theater and shit and then movie production later on. And I'm just like, What? I think the drummer was part of a jazz fusion thing that was like real big. <laughs> it sounds like a fucking drummer thing to do. It, it is. It's like. Stop playing the drums. So he was part of the Cantina band. He's part of fucking Elron Hubbard's band. Yeah, he's the one that told George Lucas he sucks when he read that. We did it. Hey, George, you fucking idiot. Maybe you don't put that much stupid fucking music in Return of the Jedi. You know, shoot you. Fuck you, Toto. Look, I'll say this now. Controversial take. The fucking celebration song from the special editions is objectively better than Yup Nub. Yup Nub. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yup Nub. Yup Nub. Yup Nub. Yup Nub. Yup Nub. Yeah. No, the, the fucking... That one is so much better. Trust me, I'm going to be replacing all the sound. Yeah. I, I just mouth. You just want to play play the music. You just like, say lip sync. <laughs> yeah, the music absolutely play. But I'm sitting over here serenading Acting Chris. Like kiss at the Howard Stern show and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. Hey, no, I, I think he actually did his vocals on the Howard Stern show. He wasn't gonna. We will never know. <laughs> no, there's video. Oh, there's video. Yes, audio. There. This is like one janitor's like he ain't working. <laughs> 
that motherfucker ain't playing bass that fucking liar no that's motley crew yeah yeah have you seen that yeah the fucking that, uh the the vince neal just no 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 the, the new like controversy which was it had been suspected for a while because mick mars had already been saying that nikki six does not play his bass live it's kind of hard like it's a little easier to spot if a guitar is you know being tracked it's easy to tell if a vocal is being done bass is a lot harder because you're yeah. not strumming as much there's not as a lot of movement that that can be faked pretty easy during some motley set recently a fan tried hopping up on stage Dude, what is it with fans at shows now dude it's been I, insane no i'm arming a fucking security guard with a t-shirt gun filled with fucking dodgeballs like i'm do you, th- you throw something on me here mother you're taking a shot to the face yeah absolutely like it used to be kind of funny like some guy jumping on stage and then you know the artist would be kind of okay cool with it jump yeah. in the crowd brother yeah hell yeah, yeah. no you throw something at me like i'm fucking stabbing you like <laughs> well so that's what happens some kid jumps up on stage during a motley set and nikki is not having it he takes his bass off and is about to fucking like hit <laughs> strike this. the fuck out of him yes he's about to fucking strike him like a fucking baseball bat and the bass is still playing through the pa changing yeah. notes yeah so it, that's kind of the new thing of like oh so Nikki isn't really playing his bass anymore. Yeah, fucking probably not. <laughs> <sighs> Meanwhile, Mick Mars is like, do you guys have like a stool I could sit on? No, Mick's like, can can someone move my arms, please? Yeah. Ooh, make it look real. <laughs> Fuck. Can someone move me, please? I'm so tired. I'm really tired. Goddamn, I'm tired. Do I not have some motley money? Where's my personal assistant? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I played with Bon Jovi. <laughs> I was the king of 80s rock and roll. You know, what the I, fuck? You know, I brought up Jeff Beck earlier because I had heard like a bunch of interviews and the question was, who do you think the best guitarist is? And there's a lot of classic rock guys. And they kept bringing up Jeff Beck. Everyone brings up I, Jeff I Beck. I think it's because he could play it all. <laughs> because like the thing about Jeff Beck, he plays so many different instruments. Right. And, you know, he was with Bon Jovi for a long time. He was with other bands as, like, a fill-in member a lot of times. But uh, John Bon Jovi had talked about having him come in, like, in the early days just to, like, kind of try out a little bit some of their songs. And he's like, this is, like, the craziest fucking thing. He made that guitar sound like anything you want it to do. And he knew it all. Like, that was the thing. Like, you couldn't trip this kid up. Yeah. and he's in Scientology, so he's got nothing to really think about other than fucking guitar, because <laughs> that's all he's going to do. But it's all the other instruments he plays as well. I think that's kind of weird. Like he is a virtuoso when it comes. He's one of those guys who wants to learn every instrument, right? Kind of like a George Harrison before he went nuts. Yeah. <laughs> well, my guitar, my guitar gently whimpers. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, before we move on over to our main topic of. Uh, having to finish off this Jack and Coke before we fully talk about. Uh, I, I do have to also take a swig before I uh, read this headline. Ah, uh, yeah. So, um, you know how you kind of have like the mental bingo card? Yeah. Of like, this headline wasn't on my fucking bingo card, you know. One easily happened last week. The, you know, 
slight confirmation, maybe, you know, a little bit more confirmation than usual that aliens exist. Yeah, sure. That's on the bingo card. This one wasn't. Lizzo sued for forcing backup dancers to eat bananas from sex workers' vaginas in Amsterdam. Musicians are fucking weird, dude. That was not on my bingo card this year. And a pop star is fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah, so I've I've read a, quite a few stories on this. A lot of, from what I've some of the weirder stories, I will say that a lot of them just say she's kind of a bitch. Yes, that that is absolutely. From, but I, I saw that I saw that same headline. Yeah, talking about like the the main thing that a lot of people are grabbing onto is you know the weight shaming and all this yeah. stuff, and it's like. Yes, that sucks. You know, I, that's I, I I was a big boy. You are a big boy. We're not. I'm not. You body ne- shame me on this goddamn show. Fuck you. Right. Fuck you. <laughs> but it's like you know, well, I eat a fucking Mexican pastry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you know, I, I've never been down for that. You know, it's like we are just who we are. So it's like no, I'm not sitting here but, going, you know, oh, you know, you're whatever on the body shaming. But let's put that to the side for a minute. Let's talk about the bananas and vaginas in Amsterdam. That's the fish hook, dude. That's that's the worm on the hook, dude. That that draws you in, and it's but just not a lot of articles are leading with that. We need to lead with that. That is the hook that yeah. got me interested. Unfortunately, maybe this is just my desensitiz my de- desensitization. Desensitized. Yes, yeah. thank you. But you know what I mean. To all of this, or maybe it's just my my privilege showing, but it's like when I first saw the handful of articles of like Lizzo being sued for you know uh, sexual misconduct and this that and the other, I didn't click the article. I was just like, well, damn, that sucks. Another one bites the dust, I guess, and kept scrolling. And then I kept scrolling, and then I saw <laughs> that article, and I'm like. Wait, is that the sexual misconduct they're talking about? We need to lead with this. You're going to get more clicks. Yeah, it's it's the clickbait title, you know. It's but it's awesome because it's the truth. Yeah, it's not clickbait. Yeah. I clicked it and it's in there. Yeah, and <laughs> there was a lot of more nuanced stuff on the other end of that. Talking about there was going to be a documentary. Uh, the lady she pulled out of it because Lizzo was kind of a cunt. Um, backup dancers, you know are treated badly in general that's yeah. a fact so her doing it plus being you know her being about body positivity and stuff like that it's kind of like finding out that bob ross really fucking hates painting yeah you know what i'm saying exactly. it's just like oh or mr rogers was a fucking monster hated puppets just yeah. couldn't stand them had a hated fear kids hated fucking kids hit them all the time yep but you know that, that it's kind of how that them. it kind of has that feel it's just like one of those Barney hid drugs in his tail. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's just one of those weird things. It's like of all the people, that's the one. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess. Fuck. Let's see what happens. You know. I'm kind of curious to see what happens because you know she's she's big in the music scene anyway. <laughs> Chris, we said we weren't going to have any sort of body shaming jokes in here. Well, she's big in it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You know. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I, I will say this. I became little side story here uh last week i hung out with some friends of mine and uh on their tv was they're watching hulu and they're watching that show my 600 pound life yeah uh, from the tlc from uh, the tlc <laughs> and i couldn't because I, I burned one down with them and i could not stop making fun of it 
like i tried so like even they even looked at me like you're in rare form dude like that's fucking mean and i'm just like what she's the one that decided to sell spice on tatooine like, <laughs> like god damn i kept making jokes about these sad fucking people on the reality show that exploits them by the way so i'm not the real asshole and they were laughing so they're the monsters i'm just telling the joke and i kept going like this woman crying because you know She's refusing to go by the guidelines. A doctor, a person, a medical doctor is telling her, you need to do this or you will die. And all I'm hearing her is cried, and I'm just in the background. Ooh, shoot Baba Kunish. Easta Wookiee. And I'm just like, I'm doing that the whole fucking time. And I'm just like, dude, why? Why, why did that stop being funny? Like, it's okay to be a prick sometimes. Like, I get it. But I don't, I'm not going to like, go full, like, Bill Burr on it or anything, but like that was just the just like dude. Yeah, fat fuck. Yeah, I'm just like I wasn't doing that, but I was just like, dude, this is what happens when you let Jedi's in your house. It's <laughs> like, and you have to capture their friend in carbonite. Uh, she doesn't have time to lose weight because she's got to watch watch after Han Solo <laughs> in carbonite. She don't have a Boba Fett. Oh, and, and like my friend just kept looking at me. She's like, it was like this motherfucker why do we let you in our house i'm like well i don't knock usually so i just let myself in because y'all just let me do that uh yeah so yeah this is it, it was quite humorous reading this article talking oh, yeah. about lizzo forcing her backup dancers to eat a vagina out of um I eat strippers. a banana from a vagina yeah a sex worker yes it's it's just never thought i would have read that well, that's like some of the, like those like uh, dark tales from the road or something from like a rock band or a metal band or something. You yes, know? that sounds like some Keith Moon shit. Not Lizzo. Yeah, yeah. Lizzo doesn't strike me as the same kind of guy, a person who has a chapter in their document or their biograph. But like that time, I ate a midget. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris. For the one million dollar question, which artist? Forced their uh, backup dancers, or, or actually, no, forced a member of their crew to eat a banana out of a sex worker's vagina. Keith Moon. Was it A, <laughs> Keith Moon, B, Gigi Allen, C, Gene Simmons, <laughs> or D, Lizzo? You know, Gene probably did something close to that. Just close. That goofy <laughs> motherfucker. Like, he is, he does seem like the goofiest of all of them, but like, Gigi Allen, I know it's not true because it, it would have been peanut butter. <laughs> or I know, just shit. Or just shit, but mostly peanut butter. But like, I bet, I bet because you didn't say peanut butter, it's probably Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But if you said it was an underage girl, I would have said Keith Moon. <laughs> it's a goddamn fact. Or Gary Glitter. Gary Glitter. Oh, I uh, forgot all about him. Stadium rock man. Still play his music today. <laughs> hey, and he loved his yo, little boys. Rock and roll. <laughs> What's that song about? Rock and roll. Boys. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not Gary fucking Glitter. <laughs> Well, before this derails too far... Listen to Triple C if you want to hear a real derailing. <laughs> yeah, not quite sure how long we'll last talking about this one, but this was kind of tossed up as our main topic episode, which, side note, toss this out to our listeners. Hop in the Discord, hop on Instagram and leave a comment. Do it however you want, but give us some recommendations for TV shows or movies we should run down and uh, do a review on. Preferably movies, that way it can be 
be like a little one shot. But if it's maybe a TV series you feel like we've maybe seen and we just haven't thought to do the episode, definitely throw that our way as well. But the best way to do that is going to be through the Discord. Link is in the episode description and everywhere else that you look. And also, uh, any movies you want us to hear us do like background commentary on, that is a uh, project that's going to be working out here soon for the Couch Potatoes. That's some bonus content, I hope. Absolutely. Uh, that's something I've wanted to do for a hot minute, and yeah. I feel like there's ways that we can do that quite easily. Of course. But let's go ahead and move on into discussing Secret Invasion. Boo. Secret Invasion. Boo. Boo. <laughs> say at the very tip top i don't hate it as much as you do i don't so much hate it i just was disappointed i was disappointed it's that dad thing i'm not mad at you i'm just disappointed (laughs) so i went into this with the trailers and everything excited and i i don't know i don't where, where did it go wrong for me um I understood the first episode. First episode was okay. It was a strong episode. I thought so. Um, you're taking some main characters off the board. You're it. This is a doppelganger type thing. Yeah. I know what I'm going into. I know. I know the Secret Wars story or Secret Invasion storyline. Um, I know they're going to take some liberties because they're telling a brand new story, just like any other new comic head, you know, headliner. He's going to make a new story for us with the same old characters and put them in new situations and stuff like that. And I think the biggest mistake they made in it's the fact that Samuel Jackson is in a TV show. Samuel Jackson is a big screen guy. He doesn't right. work well on the small screen. There are certain actors that don't translate well into episodic tales, and he's one of them. Like, if you were to see Morgan Freeman on a fucking television show, it's going to bring you out of it. And I let that go because he's Nick Fury. He is a Marvel character. We need to do that with these guys because we've seen them in movies, and that's it. But it just kept throwing me off. Like the whole time, it doesn't seem like he's acting to that caliber that he would in a movie. Um, See, and I find it odd you said that because out of all of this, I feel like his acting and the girl later on that was in purple, that was kind of like the interrogator lady, Mary Clark. Yeah, I th- no, not Amelia Clark. No, no, she was the other one. Yeah, she was uh, the daughter. Uh, no, the. The the very posh lady. Oh, the girl from Seinfeld. No, that's the new Hydra lady, because she's in purple. Yeah, <laughs> Just like yeah, he's... yeah. The, the one that was doing the like had the guy uh, chained up in the back, and she was like, "Okay, well, tell me about this and the other." Oh, okay, well, I'm about to sneak out through here. Toodaloo. Yeah, I can't remember her name. I'm. Either way, her and Samuel L. Jackson, I thought were the highlights of the series when a lot of the other acting was kind of left to be desired or just kind of non-existent. Yeah. Sonia, uh, Sonia Fallsworth. Yes. Yes. Her yeah. character. Uh, I thought she, uh, her character was really good along with uh, fury. Yeah. Cause she was in the bear um, for like two minutes. Um, I don't know, man. I, I was, 
I, I I didn't set myself up to be you know too impressed you know still a Disney TV show and that's what it is it's a TV show it's episodic you know uh, they don't put everything out at once so you're just like heroin hit bam you know this was a slow drip it was like a good morphine hit and yeah. I don't know man it's just something about it and I think if I was to give it another chance if I was drinking I think I might enjoy it a little bit more yeah but not because of the drink the drinking would help <laughs> but you know they did so well with a espionage plot line mm-hmm. in winter soldier and it played out so well and i'm watching this and i'm i think i'm comparing it a little too much i think that's what's ruined it for me and why it's, it was hard for me to finish well so i don't think you're really comparing it too much and that's where the drop off is Maybe if you were expecting a similar story, yeah, that may be where the comparison kind of drops off some. But the but where the comparison actually works is in the failing of the show. So I was right with you for the first two episodes. I was like, okay, all right, well, it's 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 going to be a slow build. You know, the first episode or two, you know, usually just sets the stakes, you know, lets you know what's up. And then it's like, all right, stay tuned for episodes two and three, you know, for things to really kick off. And it's like, I kept waiting and I kept waiting and nothing ever really kicked off in a big way. Like every time it seemed like it did, it was very small. Like, for instance, Yes, things need to be their own story. Things, you know, they're going to do their own take. But within this story, they said that it is a global takeover. Yeah. This felt like a city takeover. Yeah, barely even a city takeover. Like, this was just a handful of people, it seemed like. It seemed like this could have been something in the making. Like, it seemed like they could have made, like, hour and a half long episodes and prolong this a little bit more you yeah. know like the you're 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 shooting your shot too early so it's not even that i'm upset that my you know fandom nerd you know expectations weren't met it's like the expectations you set in the show like this is going to be it like this is going to be our big flagship for the new phase yeah it's going to be a the, pivotal the expectations thing. you set yeah. weren't met but in the secondary thing that I feel like your comparison does work on is the espionage in Winter Soldier worked really well because for the first 20 minutes of the movie, you were given a bunch of questions and no answers. Who's shooting at Nick Fury? Who's doing this? Okay, what's happening here? Why is this blowing up? Who's this new guy? You're given all these questions. At what point during Secret Invasion were you left questioning anything? Yeah. It, you, it, were, you were spoon-fed the fact that Rhodey was a scroll. Yeah. It, it's, and so it's like, you, you, at no point in time was there any serious paranoia. I feel like that's what the show missed was paranoia. I think they were missing the Secret Invasion part. <laughs> like, I, like, I, like I'm going to be blatant about that. Like, okay, so you guys have been taking over the bodies of a handful of either Avengers or Marvels or whatever. Um, 
you made yourself known in the Marvel Captain Marvel movie. You know, you guys had a great plot line in there. Like, as bad as people hate the movie, like, they do have a great plot in that movie. Like, hey, we're refugees, motherfucker. Uh, and she helped us, you know, go along to get along. And to kind of fuck that up and make them these villain-esque characters, because even but they them, were in the movie. Yeah. But in the Captain Marvel, I mean, it's, sorry, in the comics, yeah. But this is they're writing their own story, yeah. so they've already given us a pretense that they're not bad people, right? The Spider-Man movie, we see two of them. They're not. They're just Nick Fury and Maria Hill. You know, yeah. They're well, not one of them's Talos, which is who uh, the silver-haired guy was. Yeah, and show. and what's funny is like the main scroll who shows up in Captain Marvel works with Samuel Jackson. Hey, this is a joint venture, you know. You I I owe you my life, Nick Fury. That's a blood oath. Yeah. Very simple. So when they show off, you know, these villainous characters as just refugees who now work with Nick Fury, okay, now we're telling a new story, which is fine. I love that. But then you just backtrace it that fast in a TV show without any real reason like that's they left the, us they, 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 they left us no motherfucker like everybody left everybody like at what's up point no it, it's after he yeah. came back he yeah. left again immediately and went to the sh- uh the sword spaceship yeah. and like it doesn't kind of it, like timeline wise i'm not seeing it what bothered me was all right so i saw the clip of the end on like reels or something like somebody posted it and i watched it and it's like okay so that's what happened oh the super scroll fight yeah um, well, like, i want to get to that yeah later on but like the i couldn't tell the reasoning for the bad guys that that's what bothered me the most you know all right so you're going to replace people on earth certain people to seek do the secret invasion you know to make a home and this is not the comics guys you guys wrote a coherent story with movies why would they need to do this a so, per- a perfect, so it was uh, explained in the series uh so it may have been because you said you only watched like a four of the episodes uh, or something yeah i watched like the first four and like part of the fifth yeah so i graphic at some point explains and he's like we want full invasion and we want to be comfortable in our own skin so it's not that they just have a secure place. They want to live in their own. They want to live with their green flesh. They don't want to hide as humans. They want to be as they are. And that's the whole point of the secret invasion is to pit certain humans against certain scrolls and then have, you know, his team come in, be the good guys, you know, set a good precedent. That way, you know, his team is on top and yada, 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 blah, big chess move shit. But they pre they preamble this with the Thor movies, where an alien race of people, granted they are Asgardians and look like people, have a place to call home. Yeah, out the gate, that's what the world you built. You built the most empathetic planet Earth in comic book history, just to make it seem like, oh no, we'll never be comfortable in this little patch of land that we need to live. No, you dumb fuck. You already said that aliens are cool to land here and make a fucking community because they are refugees. It makes Earth look like assholes if you tell them they can't be refugees but for only space white people. 
You're telling me you're just going to undo all that? No, that's fucking dumb. Yeah. One one Avenger, Thor himself is like, oh yeah, we, they could be our neighbors. Yeah. We've dealt with scrolls. We've known the scrolls for years. Decades. What's up, my friend? Yes. Hello, my green friend. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's the end of the fucking argument right there. You don't have that guy from Sword, you know, going after Wanda, you know, like, yeah. let's kill the fucking aliens. It's like, no. He's oh, yeah. Gonna- what do you think of him as president now? Fuck it. Why not? You know, let's, let's, just, let's just create a fucking political bad guy who can't do anything. At any moment, he could be 86 by either a scroll or just a regular guy. Because that's and what no the, one would fucking That's what the show showed me so far. Like, everyone on Earth is a threat in some stupid fucking way. And it, it's just it's bothersome because we know what these characters can do and it's so op now it it boggles the fuck dude your villain better be the devil himself who could just manifest hell in the palm of his hand because now thanos looks like a fucking joke yeah ultron looks like a joke you know, as much as we love these villains, they are now just mid-level fucking Hydra agents. Like that's what they are. Tell me that's not what they're because of how many they OP really ca- are in this new phase. How many OP fucking characters did you create on the fly? I get it. You you want to make it interesting, and you know we want to level up. You know that's that's how anime is told. We the character levels up. Yeah. You know we have a color scheme. You know so like no man, you can still have Avengers level threats at the same threat. But you're telling me I'm going to make some Fantastic Four Super Scroll out of a handful of characters that were in Endgame and have them fight another one who's just there, who's been this way for a while, apparently, or just out the gate? Yeah, just- I'll explain it in a little bit. Uh, what What did you think of um, the reveal of Nick Fury's wife being a scroll? That was interesting. Mm-hmm. That, that held my interest. Yeah. Because... One, we don't know about Nick Fury's non-Avenger lifestyle. Right. We get a glimpse of it after he fake dies. It's like, okay, yeah, so he does other stuff in Captain Marvel. He does. He's a, just a regular guy. Yeah. He's a regular Asian man. And now there's a mythos to him. Mm-hmm. This is where the myth, stupid mythos comes from with a cat, uh, which is... Which I, is, I, is I didn't I thought, like that retcon. I liked it because it's slapstick funny. Because you need some levity to make Nick Fury be scary. You know, if, yeah, he, if he had lost the eye in this one, that would have been fucked up. <laughs> but I, I don't know. It's like he he said last time I trusted a friend, I lost an eye. And then for it to be a fucking flurkin, come come the fuck on. Yeah, fucking kid. Um. He trusted the cat though, uh, but it kind of builds on the mythos of like some of these people that have to build that. You know? Yeah, like how did Fury lose an eye? A fucking alien took it out while interrogating him. No, he lost it to a cat, an alien cat, an alien cat, but still, a, still, a fucking alien took it out. But yeah, scroll wife. Yeah, scroll wife was fun. Um, I did like. I did like it. Kind of adds to the mysticism of the scrolls. Mm-hmm. Okay, they can get anywhere. They can be anywhere. Oh, she can get anywhere. Yeah. And it reminded me of like a comic, uh, uh, like a partial comic that got posted online of just Tony Stark with this woman and she turns into a scroll and he's just like smoking a cigarette and doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. He's like, you want to keep going? Like, it's just like he's smoking a cigarette <laughs> half naked on the bed. Just like, she's like, but I'm a scroll. He's like, I don't care. I'm up in them guts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, this is what it reminded me of. And that kind of desensitized me to it. But 
that was so that was a cool aspect of it that even Nick Fury's personal life isn't free from these motherfuckers. These motherfucking scrolls on, on my motherfucking, motherfucking earth. earth. Yeah, like scrolls on a plane. Yeah, <laughs> scrolls on a planet. Uh, and I'm not going like by the comics on this. I'm never going to do that because that is a you know I've said it before a pantheon of characters are in that. Yeah, you know when you're doing doing the uh, the Infinity Stone saga, there's so many people, but. I think I think they're kind of overstretching themselves. Obviously, people have said mm. it before. What are the, this is phase four. I don't know. Five. Now. Yeah. Anyway, like we were excited when we saw the list, but we were also thinking like, I'm not going to get a movie and a show every fucking month. God damn it! And it'd be quality. Yeah. And now there's a fucking a raid on fucking Hollywood right now with strikes and stuff. And all this stuff's getting pushed. So, why did you release it? Like, well, like I understand why you released it, but like, why is it six episodes and or how many fucking episodes it was? But like, yeah, it's like six. This could have been ten. This could have been almost as good as Mandalorian. Yeah, Mandalorian is captivating. There are some boring parts and some stupid parts, but damn, it's still fun to watch. Yeah, and it's like, uh, and again, I feel like its major downfall was there was no mystery to it. Yeah, you know, they 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 really telegraphed the fact that Rhodey was a scroll. There was never any, you know, question as to if Nick Fury was a scroll. There was never, you know, any worry that you know someone that he was talking to in confidence could have been a scroll. So there wasn't enough paranoia. There wasn't enough uh, mystery involved. And the whole, the whole wrap up of the thing was, eventually Fury finds out that there's like nowhere for him to like fully turn, so he has to like fully trick Gravik, and come to find out that the harvest they had been mentioning throughout the whole series was after the fight on Earth, the battle for Earth, he calls it. A lot of Avengers spilled blood on the battlefield, in which he and his team, including Scrolls, led by Gravik, were told to collect DNA samples. And through these samples, they were going to be used for some shape or form reason. Some nefarious purpose. And Gravik's whole purpose with doing all this is to get the harvest to get Captain Marvel's DNA because they have a machine that can give scrolls superpowers if they have the DNA of the power or the person with that said power. At the very end, last episode, Fury shows up to Gravik with the vial after getting it from the secret hiding place. Is talking him down is like really leaning into the fact he's like old and all this stuff. Hands it over to Gravik. Gravik puts it in the machine, turns it on. It whirls around the both of them, and you see Gravik, you know, swirling with energy like Captain Marvel does. He does his little laugh or whatever, and then Fury punches him, and he goes flying out from the ceiling. Wait a minute. Humans aren't supposed to, you know, be affected by this. Shock, it's fucking Gaia who had a fake-out death fucking two episodes prior. Yeah. 
uh it's it's her and now she's got superpower abilities literally the fight is her and gravic just fighting using random avenger body parts like he'll reach out with a fucking like Groot arm and like pick her up and then like use uh an ice giant's arm to like you know try to like slice at her but then she'll use like captain marvel heat vision type thing to like break away the you know ice and it's like the weirdest clip happened when she was trying to morph into something stronger and one of Drax's arms showed up. Yeah. Now I have two problems with that. One, the scaling of the arm was way the fuck off. Yeah. It looks weird. It, it she looked like she had a baby arm. It, the, the scaling was not right. Second, and this is getting really fucking <laughs> comic book nerd. But it was as soon as I saw it, I just went, wait. And it's and hear me out. This isn't as stupid of a complaint as it seems. The red markings on the arm. That's not part of DNA. The red markings on Drax are tattoos. No, they're, tribal markings. They're tribal markings. His race is a fully gray race. The red markings on their skin are from, like you said, their ritualistic thing. So she shouldn't have had any red marks on her fucking arm. Yeah. And again, it sounds so ridiculous. Oh, he's talking about, you know, tribal markings. The reason it's important is because James Gunn made it important. He lingered on the moment. He created the moment in Guardians of the Galaxy. So a tiny little moment that should really mean nothing in the grand scheme of things. He made it an important moment because it was important for Drax and his backstory. So yeah, it's a tiny detail, but it's a tiny detail that folks that enjoy the actual story of it all look at yeah. it and go, well, that's cheap. They didn't even pay attention. They didn't even try. And the whole fight literally just ends with her shooting like a fucking Captain Marvel laser beam through his chest. Yeah. The end. Because she's too, she's overpowered. Yeah. And then, OP. And, and then the wrap up on the other side with Rhodey, Skrull, was um, an assassination attempt was put on the uh, president's life. Uh, they had to rush him to the hospital. Rhodey is by his side, the Skull, Skrull. Um, Nick Fury sneaks his way in and does the whole, like, you know, finds them in the corridor along with uh, the other girl I was talking about earlier. She sneaks in with him and he's doing the whole, like, holding his gun above his head. Look, I'm not the enemy. I'm not the enemy. It's that one right there. He is a scroll. They are among us. They are among more people than you realize. Do not. And, like, doing this whole big monologue thing. And I will say, probably one of the coolest Samuel L. Jackson, like, fuck you moments. He's, like, in the middle of doing all that. Rhodey pulls a gun on him and he basically goes, oh, fuck this, and just shoots him in the head. Yeah. And you just see him fly back and then, like, change into a scroll. And it's just, it, you, it was, like, just the most, like, I, pulp fiction, like, oh, motherfucker, pow, yeah. <laughs> moment. Which I will say, big positive to the show, they were not afraid of their gun violence. No, because you need, you're telling Nick Fury's story, you know. 
Right, but think about the Marvel movies leading up to this. We made mention with Moon Knight how it felt like, ooh, there was a little bit more gun violence in Moon Knight than a usual Marvel show. Yeah, well, Moon Knight, the great thing about Moon Knight was it felt like an Indiana Jones kind of thing just for a minute. But these are some, you know, you're taking a, a grounded character. You know, Sam Jackson doesn't have superpowers. Moon Knight is notoriously fucking violent, like Batman. So it's good to keep that in there. And another thing, too, is like, I didn't watch this on Disney Plus. I watched this on Hulu because this was a crossover thing. Right? Uh, that was very weird. This is an advertising pool. You know, people just have Hulu sometimes. It comes free with your phone or some shit. But guess what? It's part of the Disney Plus suite. You know, it's with ESPN Plus and all that. So another thing, too, I think it's because. Hulu is like the bing to Netflix's Google. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, how do I bake a cake? How do you put a knife in a cake? Like, you know, the two yeah. different search bar kind of things. And Hulu is always the one with like FX, uh, AMC content and stuff like that. So it's going to be a little bit more nitty gritty. I think they were allowed, they did that because it was going to be on Hulu. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think it was okay. I think it was good. You know, you're taking some steps. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not sitting here going, ooh, gun violence, bad. Yeah, but, but it's just, it's noticeable in a positive way because it's like, ooh, they're not trying to, you know, be super sugar-coaty, you know, squeaky clean, family-friendly. They're they're not afraid to get a little gritty with it. Because uh, I believe recently uh, Guardians Plus now. Yeah, it just got added. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but it seems there's there are some dark moments, but there's also some fluff moments. So there are some very I wouldn't say dark as in like horror dark, but like there are some emotionally very dark moments. Yeah. Like, oh fuck, they just did that. Yeah, fuck kind of thing. And so think, yeah, there's some dark emotional gut punches. And I think you know you have that. That's a that's good. You know, that's a good movie from all critic ratings. You know. Yeah. You guys did that. You guys made, you know, James Gunn, you know, whatever, whoever fucking made it, did a great job with yeah, that. that. I haven't that, watched it. That so far has been the shining yeah. star in all of this. And that kind of tells you how things should go. And then you did this. And it's not like Disney can't make a fucking show. You had John Favreau make three seasons of one. Yeah. And they were really good. Yeah. Well, the last season of Mando was a little shaky. A little. Wait, we we actually did we do our season review on that? Yeah. Okay, I thought so. But it only falls apart because they're getting rid of Mando. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're boxing him out uh, because he needs to do Last of Us season two, <laughs> <laughs> and whatever uh, Child Protective Services movie he needs to be in. <laughs> That's all he does. Yeah, I could see I could see him being another like Taken movie. <laughs> this is like I gotta escort her to the goddamn school uh, and back again, <laughs> but. Yeah, and, and the movie basically ends with uh, Fury, uh, his wife, uh, both getting on the uh, spaceship to head back up to S.W.O.R.D., which I would assume they're going to pick up with Marvel's, uh, the Marvel's movie coming out here soon. Um, and then with Gaia, it ended with uh, that other character I mentioned uh, liking kind of showed up to her and was just like hi we're going to be best friends and they're like yeah no i'm not interested in that she goes okay fine let me word it a different way i'm going to use you and you're going to use me and we're going to get some stuff done yeah and then they kind of ended with on that front yeah that's all the show was 
which and, and honestly that disappointed me because much like what you said i didn't have my expectations high i knew they were going to do a different story it wasn't going to be as grand it was like civil war that was a huge comic book movie condensed it down pretty small yeah, it, it, it was instead of a civil war, it was a neighborhood fight. But you know, yeah, but it was gangland. Yeah, yeah it was, but it worked. It, it worked. The, it was a tussle. The the emotional <laughs> weight was a civil war, and there and there, you know lasting repercussions. You know, absolutely. So that worked. So I wasn't expecting a full secret invasion that of like the comic book epic standards, but like even up to a single movie standard, it just didn't hit it just wasn't think, there do you think they should have waited with the scroll thing until fantastic four came out because they are a fantastic four villain honestly do you think they should have just waited this is what i think because i, I was going to mention this uh, one of the other final little stingers they had right before fury went up in the spaceship it showed um Oh, yeah, because of uh, footage of, like, Fury as, well, the Scroll Fury shooting Maria Hill is, was recorded, of course, in perfect high quality. So there's, like, footage of, like, Scrolls doing stuff now all over the world in which the president is sending out, like, this, you know, borderline racist manhunt of, like, if you see him, kill him. You know, that kind of mentality. I think everything that we saw in this series should have been sprinkled between three different non-connecting movies. Yeah. And then we get Secret War or Invasion. Because at the end now it did feel big. Like seriously the last five minutes of the show all of a sudden it felt big. It felt a lot more worrisome because you would see like random people running up to like a news anchor and shooting them in the head. And then they turn into a scroll. Do it again. They turn to a scroll. Someone did it a third time. They didn't turn into a scroll. Yeah. So it's like some risk. Yeah. So it's like it started throwing giving like a little bit of emotional weight and a little bit of like heaviness of like oh fuck like some some senseless killings are kind of happening now and like weird militias are forming you know all the defeat and you know weed out scrolls and shit it's kind of the same feel you get from the uh, sony x-men movies like that's what that was a scary part of the x-men yeah x-men can be killed yeah like mutants can be killed some of them is kind of hard but they can all die so now Imagine that is the kickoff. Everything that just happened happened is like tiny little C plots between three different non-connecting movies. Now the world knows that scrolls are a thing, but now there's senseless killings of them. Now start secret invasion where the concept is are the scrolls are going in covertly and diminishing and extinguishing all of these threats and then they start reaching into higher powers and they start growing bigger and bigger because they've already extinguished their threats they've become their own threat and now you really don't know who's who because now certain avengers have been talking about the fact that this isn't so bad 
why are you saying that? Well, you know, I just mean, I think they've got a point. Right, but why are you saying that? Are you a fucking scroll? Uh huh. The paranoia grows. Then we've got a real good small secret invasion. Got a really good civil war. Yeah, <laughs> but but again, it just it feels like everything we saw could have been dispersed between three different movies, and it would have been just as like beneficial. It would it would have served just as much purpose. I was talking to a guy at work about this. Uh, um, like some stuff we I thought we would see by now. Um, and it was, you know, Armored Wars is coming around soon, and I hope they do it there. I think that's when they will, they will do it. But War Machine mm. is played down so fucking small. Like, he doesn't look like War Machine. Like, he looks like Iron Man in a gray, gray tone. But War Machine, in all intents and is fucking massive. Right. He looks like a Hulkbuster armor with fucking rockets and guns. Uh I was actually hoping to see something like that by now. Um, I was hoping to see, you know, maybe a Fantastic Four reference somewhere in the background. Maybe, you know, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow is working something with Armored Wars. Maybe uh, the new character they added in Wakanda Forever, the uh, uh, the new Iron uh, Maiden character. Maybe she's, you know, doing some research and we found out that Reed Richards is going to space with a hat, ragtag group of people. Well, I feel like we did actually get a pretty decent Fantastic Four Easter egg with uh, the Super Scroll serums. So a lot of the choices they made was you saw a lot of the Groot powers, which can kind of be pulled around to like Thing. Or a Mr. Fantastic or something. Or like a that. Mr. Fantastic. Um, but then you also had uh, Cull Obsidian which was also another strong hulking character and then you had um uh the fire character from iron man 3 yeah the uh the mandarins the mandarin serum yeah but yeah, it was like the was, actual characters yeah right? it was uh guy pierce's character yeah yeah uh he was in there so then you had someone that had like fire vision and like fire powers yeah and then you had ice giant which had a lot of translucent power, but at the same time, Fury also made mention of working on a full cloaking device because he used um, uh, the veil that they used during uh, Civil War yep. that Black Widow used mm -hmm. uh, to kind of mask herself in that Bourne meeting. He used that to slip through security that when people are looking for Nick Fury. So he see, she was like, really? All that money and uh, all this, this, that, and the other, and you just use a veil? He's just like, I have a full body version coming. So, so that kind of was the wink of like, okay, well, there's your translucent. And then all your other kind of formalities. Now they're in single serums. They've just got to explode on the right person at the right way. You know what's fucked up is like there's there are some minor villains that have been out, you know, been through the system of the Marvel movies that would have been perfect to add to this. Hey, what's Hammer doing? Is he in jail? Is he was he replaced by a scroll? You building, know, that's building, a good point. Building armored suits for the scrolls, you know, that would have been interesting. Is uh, Martin Freeman a scroll? Is he trying to get into Wakanda a certain different way? But you killed some of the good ones. You killed Claw and you killed all these other ones. Uh, what about Ghost from Ant Man Two? 
what a character. Yeah. You, you wrote a good villain with cool powers. Do I got to wait for the fucking Thunderbolts to come out to watch it? Yep. God damn it. <laughs> and it's just like, this would have been a cool character that Nick Nick could tap in like some off kind of plot. Hey, I need someone who's crafty and sneaky to get some information for me. Maybe a vial of fucking serum. Uh, I think I know somebody. And it's a quick call. Hey, turn her loose. Let's, let's see what she can do. Yeah. That would have been interesting. That would have been a cool episode 10 kind of moment. Hey, Gary, Gary, that's not the seer, motherfucker. That's fucking milk. Like, like this is the real thing, baby. I got. It's, it seemed much like with um. And they're playing kind of the fat. bear. Maybe it, it would have served a couple ec- extra episodes. Yeah, and they're play uh, the the serum thing was kind of fast and loose with some X Men shit. That's what I got. That's what I kept seeing. I'm just like, oh, you're doing some Weapon X shit, and this is like, don't don't try to tease me with some Wolverine thing and. Now it's on fucking delay or some shit. Yeah. Get they, the fuck they, out of here with that. They kind of did. And, uh, you know, the, the Super Skull was always a cool character. You know, it was always a cool villain. You know, it's the Fantastic Four wrapped in one. Yeah. And then Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer came out. And they did it that way. And that was bad. Maybe we ought to go back and rewatch that and do a review. Yeah, you can get really stoned and do that one. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> I've not watched this since that came out. Hey, you remember that mean blonde chick from Walking Dead that everyone hated? You're really going to hate her in Fantastic Four because she's kind of a bitch. <laughs> Seriously, I've not watched either of those. Have you watched Fan Four Stick? No, I've not watched that at all. Oh, it's bad. Just like I know that's why I've not watched. You it. know why it's bad? For the same reason the other two are bad. Victor Von Doom doesn't get powers from goddamn space. Do not make the upper echelon villain into a nerd wizard. That's why your movies suck, Sony, because you took a comic book and lit it on fire and been like, whatever's left will make a movie out of <laughs> dicks. Uh, well, I guess on that note, that's a really perfect way for us to wrap up our secret invasion. Let's discussion. talk about the real secret invasion of these goddamn aliens infecting the school system <laughs> with their goddamn chocolate milk uh, and this fucking pussification of American students. We can save that for the cryptic conspiracy cult. <laughs> that's a whole different couch. <laughs> whole different couch, whole different potato. But if you guys enjoyed this, I didn't even go down this rabbit hole last week i was just fucking tired i was ready to wrap this shit but like i mentioned earlier definitely check out our discord episode well the information is in the episode description and guys check out the other shows on this network as we've mentioned a few times we got the cryptic conspiracy cult hosted by chris morrison we've got history we forgot with christy phillips and Chris Morrison. And now we've also got this fucking guy with Mikey Black and Dante Carter. Episode 2 featuring Chris Morrison. (laughs) (laughs) And then we've also got something good for you with the latest episode featuring Mikey Black. (laughs) No Chris Morrison. No Chris Morrison. Sadly, folks, I will not be on that series. I've been banned from that series. I was too funny. Chris is no longer allowed on something good for you. Yep. That's that's a goddamn fact. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, my take on music is not good. No, uh, it's it's very negative. It's a lot of Keith Moon jokes. Hey man, it's not the right kind of vibes for this show, man. Is it? <laughs> I want to uh, tell me to my goddamn face. 
But if you enjoy what we do, definitely sign up for the Discord, hang out with us, chit-chat with us, give us some show suggestions. We've always got plenty of ideas bouncing around in our noggins, but you know, folks are enjoying the show, so we want to hear from you what you would like us to do. Even if it winds up being something that makes us roll our eyes and go, God, we can always make content out of that, and you probably picked it because we would roll our eyes and go, God. So we're just still giving you what you want. But on that note, for this episode of The Couch Brotatoes, I've been Alex. And Chris, do you have any sort of final thoughts for us? Get on your goddamn keyboards for Discord. And tell me you want me to watch all the Tremors movies and review them in order on YouTube. You just want an excuse to do this. I love Tremors. (laughs) You've been listening to the Something Good Network. If you liked what you heard, you can follow us on Instagram, and check out the other great shows on the network. Link is in the episode description.